the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Ron Black, talking all things financial. Joining me as he does each and every Thursday, Chris Siaccia, tech editor for thestreet.com. Chris, lots going on. It's earnings season. Thanks for joining me. Sure thing. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks. You talked a little bit recently about Apple TV, and I mentioned it at the top of the hour and how all the reviews are starting to hit. What's your take on it? Well, I had a chance to play with it at the event, and I just got my hands on one today. Um, So I've had a chance, you know, a little bit to look at it, but I haven't done a full review. Uh, But, you know, everything that I've seen and experienced so far, I'm, you know, a huge fan of it, and I really do buy into the hype that Apple believes that this will help shape the future of television. I think this is probably the most important thing Apple's released probably in the past three or four years, um, including even you know a larger iPhone, even though that's, that may generate more revenue. But I think over time, you know, we'll see the way that we consume content rapidly change because of devices like this Apple TV. So I'm a big fan of it so far. Can you speak to the thought that Tim Cook brought up the word switchers at the last earnings call again, saying that they're picking up? I think the Apple TV is probably going to play into that because families get to the point where they they buy their kids a Disney Pixar film. And, you know, dad has a Google phone, Android phone, mom has an Apple phone. Keeping track of where that movie is, getting back to it. I like the ecosystem Apple setting up, whether it's the relationship between the phone and the watch, the phone and the television, the phone and music. Um, can you talk a little bit about TV fitting into that? And does that make any sense to you? Because like, I'm tired of multiple devices. I just want one operating system. Even if Apple's not the perfect one, I want one, and I've chosen Apple. No, I, I totally agree with you, and I think that's what you know these tech companies are you know, competing for is for, to own the customer in their entire ecosystem. Uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, mom or dad having an Android phone and then the other one has an iPhone. You know, I've seen that, you know, in my family and, and people that I've talked to as well, and it becomes an issue because, okay, you know, there might be some apps that you can get on different phones that might have the same software or the same content, but it still becomes, you know, a little bit of a, a problem because sometimes maybe you can't access it or maybe uh, – someone's watching it on one device and someone else wants to watch something the same thing on another and it becomes who who fights over who watches it and where they are so it becomes 
an issue, and that's something that Apple's really done well over the past, you know, decade or so, is getting people entrenched in their their ecosystem. Google's done, you know, an okay job of that. Um, you know, their tablet experience is, is not, you know, the best, and they're still a little weak when it comes to computers. I think, you know, in terms of ecosystem, I think Amazon has probably done a better job than Google just because they become so prevalent in getting things like Amazon Prime and Amazon Music out there, and they don't really care what device you're using. They just want their apps out there. So I think that's probably the, the battle going forward is it's Apple and Amazon, and, and unless Google really becomes, you know, this really concentrates hard on hardware, um, I think that's probably the battle to watch going forward over the next few years. As far as the product goes, the Apple TV, um, I think the biggest thing with it, and this comes to me from a guy who in L.A. shoots video and, and does a lot of media, online media. He says the fact that they have an app store and a software developer kit, he can now develop TV shows. And he does pretty good work. He can now develop TV shows for the Apple TV, whereas he couldn't before. He says game changer. Would you agree with that? 1,000% agree. When I was at the okay. event... Um, you know, that had probably the biggest round of applause uh, is when Apple announced that, you know, there is a software development kit and it's on App Store. Because this effectively gives developers control over what you can see and what you can watch and what you can experience the same way that they've done for the iPhone and the iPad. And we all know that developers love those products. And, you know, there are a million and a half apps on the App Store so it's clear that consumers and developers love them as well, and, and Apple, too, because they still make some money from that. Um, so opening another platform where you're getting, you know, access to millions of potential millions of, of customers is just gravy for all parties involved. Changing the topics now to GoPro. Um, they're a stock that is getting hit today. Are they a commodity camera company? Are they a media company with super cool cameras? Did they just come out with one product that was a flop? What are your thoughts on their quarter and looking forward? I think it's a little bit of a mixture of all the, the things that you mentioned. It's okay. great to have, you know, this super cool camera that can go places where you normally couldn't. But I think, you know, they mentioned competition or potential competition on the conference call, seeing patents from Apple that they could potentially do the same thing. Yes, GoPro has media channels. Things on YouTube, you know, I heard, uh, heard you talking earlier about the channel on Virgin America. You know, when I fly Virgin, I tend to watch some of that occasionally. And that's great, but ultimately it is about devices for this company because at the end of the day, all that stuff is done to drive device sales. And if they're not driving device sales and they're getting eaten by the competition, then as far as – then I think the stock reaction is appropriate. As far as what's next for GoPro, do they have to get a big hit, or are they going to turn into something like a BlackBerry, or who was it, Palm Pilot, who was, Palm had that, you know, personal digital assistant, they didn't really have the phone, they got to the phone a little bit too late, and they kind of just got edged out, because everything that you could do with your, with the Palm, you could easily do with your iPhone. I think that's a very real fear right now on Wall Street, and you're seeing okay. that, you know, with the stock down about... 16% this morning. I think, you know, even though, uh, you know, there's a concern, I think that GoPro has some has some runway. Um, you know, they're going to eventually move into drones. 
they're still not, you know, a real good competitor, um, at least in my opinion, to what GoPro does, you know, in terms of action sports. There is some competition there, but I still think that GoPro is, you know, the first name in consumers' minds when they go to a store um, when they're looking for this kind of product. So I think there is a little bit of a, a, a leeway there, but investors right now are punishing the name, and they have been punishing the name over the past six to nine months. Um, so there is that concern that they, you know, become the next Palm Pilot or the next BlackBerry. And in that case, you know, you know, eventually someone may buy them for spare parts. I'm speaking with Chris Siachi, the tech editor for TheStreet.com. You can find his work at TheStreet.com. I enjoy his insights. I don't think we're the same exact age, but we seem to have grown up with the same type of influences in technology, and technology plays into investing, so we play that out. Nintendo mobile games. I was never a Nintendo boy. Um, but what do we need to know about Nintendo mobile games? You know, growing up when I was a kid, I loved Nintendo. I spent okay. countless hours playing Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo. So, and you know, and I have a Wii and a Wii U. I don't play those as much as I did when I was a kid. But this is this opens up Nintendo to a whole new generation of you know kids who really didn't experience that because games now are played on iPhones or iPads. You still see. Xbox and PS4 are still doing well, but Nintendo really hasn't, you know, cracked it with the Wii U. So the mobile games are, you know, kind of awakening, you know, all of Nintendo's intellectual property to a whole new generation of people. But as far as this first game was announced, uh, I believe it's called uh, Mi Mitomo. It just it seemed a little odd. I was expecting the first, you know game to be announced, something, you know, Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, something people know and, the, and then can talk to their kids about. It just, it seemed a little odd to me. And even though this might do well financially for them, I, I think it's a little bit short-sighted because you want to put your best foot forward and there's no bigger thing for Nintendo than Mario. Sounds good. Is there anything else? Well, how about Apple and Apple's uh, quarter? Any thoughts on, I think it was the, it was the greatest profit quarter ever. Um, Stock barely budged on it. Any thoughts on the quarter? In terms of the quarter, I mean, it, it, it's almost tough and, and for Apple to continue to, to to beat people's expectations because it has become so big, and sometimes I feel like people run out of superlatives to describe Apple. But, yeah, it was another great quarter for Apple. And I think if, even though the stock ran up yesterday about 3% or so, um, investors weren't terribly pleased in after-hours trading. And I think, you know, a lot of the run yesterday had to do with just the general market being up. But I think investors are really looking forward to the holiday quarter. And Apple kind of dissuaged any fears that investors might have that iPhone sales won't grow year over year, which is, you know, obviously the, the big thing that investors look at. So if Apple can sell, you know, roughly 85 to 90 million iPhones in this quarter, I think investors will be pleased. And then anything that they get, from the watch or the iPad uh, or the Mac will we'll continue to show that Apple's ecosystem is working and is alive and well. Yeah, I think it's going to be an impressive quarter in the December quarter, first quarter of the year for Apple in large part because they only sold the iPhone this quarter and they had a record quarter for two days. Pretty impressive, huh? Yeah, I mean, Apple's supply chain has, you know, shown that it's like no other in the world. So I think people that, um, you know, try to read too much into either one supplier or, you know, a couple of suppliers, 
which we've seen, you know, with some of the chip names, show that Apple doesn't always rely on the same suppliers at the same time. And the fact that we've seen gangbuster sales for, you know, the new iPhone 6 and 6 Plus during the first weekend, and then they continue to talk about how strong okay. demand is, I, I think we're Thanks. setting ourselves up for a great quarter. It's Chris Siaccia, tech editor for TheStreet.com. Always a good guest. We'll post him on Facebook at I Hate Rob Black and Cron 4 Rob Black. Take a break here. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.